authors. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White, and as promised, this is part two of Pacing Your Story. The first episode that I recorded was mostly just me and my opinion, but I went on ahead and I did some research for you guys. And as I'm looking through it, um, there doesn't seem to be a difference from what I said, but I'll go ahead and read it. This one particular website that I found is from nownovel.com. And this article, let me see, I'm trying to look to see who wrote this per se. I'm not seeing a name here, but it is from nownovel.com. So that's who the credit belongs to. And again, for those of us that are not sure what pacing is, pacing is the point of your story, basically. And it refers to if things are moving too fast or are they moving too slow. So as you're reading it and you're opening it up with your hook, your inciting incident, you know, how are you writing it? Are you moving too fast? Which probably means that you may be telling a lot. I've noticed that if there's a lot of telling going on, that you may be moving at a faster pace with your events. But if you're, you know, doing a lot of showing, then it's possible that your pace is a little bit slower because you want to really engross your readers into the scene, whether it's for a setting, maybe you're, you're using more figurative language in terms of your narrative parts and prose, or maybe you're using dialogue to show what's going on in that particular scene. So pacing again is how either quickly you're moving a story or how slowly you're moving your story. And the first thing that is mentioned in this article is plan the rise and fall of your novel's plot and action because you see at a glance where there is concentrated action or eventfulness and this is where uh, it may lull a little bit. Sometimes there may be too long of a lull in one place and too much action crammed into another. So this goes hand in hand with outlining. For those of us that are pantsers, take a breather, it'll be okay. But outlining can help with this because you get an overall idea of where your story is going. You kind of have a general map and you can go ahead and plan out, you know, okay, this is more of my action scenes right here. So it may be moving at a faster pace with shorter sentences. I'll get to that in a minute. And then you look and say, okay, this is more of I'm establishing more setting here or I'm establishing more, I'm using more narratives here. So it may be a little bit slower in this section. The second point mentioned is think of your novel pacing in structured units. Again, in terms of your scenes. So again, you know, uh, I think they give an example here, the three act structure borrowed from the theater. There is an opening, there is a middle, and there is an ending to the story. So think of a play, basically. You have your opening, then the middle, and then the end. So basically kind of like what I talked about. They're just in more detail here with this article, but think in terms of scenes here and think of what you're trying to convey. A third point mentioned is hone in on, you know, pacing by reading the greats read (laughs) you know i mean authors i believe that authors should be reading whatever your genre is read in that genre and see how you know your favorite authors are pacing their stories how they're structuring their scenes and get a few pointers from there and then see how you can apply that to your own set of skills as you're constructing you know and organizing your own story so yes i do read a lot I read a lot. I can't tell you how many books I've read in my lifetime, but I am a reader and I do read, you know, to see how other authors, you know, craft their story. I look to see, you know, when do they reveal things? I look to see, okay, maybe they held off on some backstory here. 
or you know look to see how their action scenes are written are there shorter sentences as opposed to longer sentences I look for all of that and as I'm crafting my own story I, I think of them as examples and then I apply my own set of skills based off what I have learned. So I read to learn. So learn from the greats, learn from the classics there. That's what they're there for. You can use them as a, as a mentor, if you will, if you don't have necessarily a writing buddy. But I'll add this. If you have a writing buddy, you know, critique partner, or if they've agreed to beta read for you and you've developed a relationship with them, ask them to read a portion of your work and say, okay, is this moving too fast or, you know, or is it dragging a little bit? That's where, you know, you can ask them for their opinion. A fourth point here is, again, sentence structure. This is, again, uh, in terms of shorter sentences as opposed to longer sentences. Like if you have a fight scene, you know, you will feel more of, you know, I guess the action of it you know, by using shorter sentences. And for me, I definitely can feel I have read some fight scenes. I think I read a book one time where the main character was an MMA fighter and how they wrote it. I literally felt like I was in, you know, the ring with them because they just wrote it, you know, and had shorter sentences. Now, of course, they balanced it with a few longer ones, but the majority of it was, you know, shorter sentences because it was moving at a faster pace. So that's how I was able to stay, you know, engaged in that scene. And yes, the main character did win the fight, by the way. I can't think of the book. There's been so many. But I did read that and I noticed that the author did an awesome job by writing a faster pace when it came to that particular fight scene. So shorter sentences can help with that. And then five here, slow your story's pacing down with focus shift in terms of details and longer chapters now i think i mentioned this before too in the previous episode of using more descriptions if your story is moving too fast take a step back and look to see how you can add descriptions that is something that one of my beta readers uh, suggested to me with match made christmas so as i'm going through the final proofread the final run through of things i'm looking at those areas that i can say okay i think i need to add more descriptions here that can help slow it down too if your main character is somewhere you know describe where they're at especially if it's triggering something inside of them to where it's adding to their own inner conflict like Let's say, for example, uh, your character, uh, let me think here, maybe your character, I think I mentioned the car one time where your character, you know, is is in the car and maybe they have a flashback because they hear tires screeching and that makes them reflect to when, you know, they lost a loved one in a car accident. You know, describe what they felt, you know, describe their feelings. Were they there at the scene? Did they see the broken glass? Did they hear the sirens? Did they see, you know, people gathering around with their phones or people calling the police? Did they see the police cars, the ambulance truck? Did they ride in the ambulance with their loved one before they were declared dead? I mean, describe that scene so you can slow it down and, you know, add more emotion that way to where you're really pulling your reader again into the story. So that's another way to do it. Slowing it down by adding more narratives with more descriptions, figurative language, using your metaphors and your similes there. And let's see, I think that's the last point here in this particular article. I think all of them pretty much have the same information. Again, everybody's opinion is their own. There are a few other websites here. This website in particular is wellstoried.com. And I'll just look to see uh, some points that they bring up here. And... 
one again hook your first plot point the midpoint the climatic sequence and then the resolution so pacing in stage one you know that's when your conflict occurs according to this article stage two the main character addresses physical consequences stage three the main character confronts internal consequences stage four the main character accepts their new reality so as you're going through those different stages again with your hook your inciting incident the middle and then your climax and ending you know you can follow those steps that way so this is wellstory.com well with a dash in the middle storied and then dot com so again i think for me as i'm reading i go based on the feel of the book as well and sometimes i i I do get that in that intuitiveness rather where i can kind of feel that a book is going too fast or i can feel that a book is going too slow i don't know what it is i don't know if every writer has this instinct but sometimes you can just feel it so look back through it yourself and if you just can't be objective because you're too close to it ask someone else to read it for you that does have a keen eye for that preferably another writer or you know a a family member you know if you want their honest advice just kind of get that feel and just ask so I hope all this was helpful. Again, there's a lot of information out there, but again, stick to the heart of your story and go ahead and write it. Just get it written first and then you can go back and revise it. So I hope you guys are having an awesome day. I hope you got some information out of this. And just remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.